Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. Well, I was watching the game last night, and I thought, boy, oh boy, the Canadians are playing well, and I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> went to bed I, early? Should have known better. <laughs> you know what? I, sh- <laughs> I would have bet uh, a, a good $20 about uh, what you just said, and, uh, that you did what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it should have been one of those little sprint games, you know? Yes. Uh, well, you say, okay, let's play 10 minutes, and let's go home. And uh, if uh, if it would have been that way, uh, it would have been quite an impressive uh, uh, showcase yeah. by the Habs, and they would have won a very bright one nothing game. Uh, but um, that's why you played a sixty minutes. Yeah, yep, didn't go that way. I I I just I thought you know the first thirty seconds, Toronto stormed into our end, and I thought, oh boy, is it going to go this way? And the next thing you know, the puck is in the net. Great goal by Josh Anderson. I thought uh, Carey Price played well in the first period. Um, but it, it was another one of these, uh, well, as you pointed out to, to me in your note this morning, uh, didn't take much. It was a small collapse early in the third period. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, in terms of uh, of, of the, the summary, it all happened quickly yeah. uh, at the very beginning of the uh, the third period. First goal at 150 second goal at 2.32, and those were goals not scored by Mitch Marner, not scored by Austin Matthews, not scored uh, by William Nylander, not scored by John Tavares. They were goals scored by uh, Justin Hall and by uh, Ilya Mihaev. So those goals were scored by, I wouldn't say the supporting cast, because like Mihaev has an amazing talent, and he's got an amazing speed. If you saw him last night, Little the number sixty five. He's just amazing, uh, but the superstars were, were kept out of the score sheet. I'm, I'm and I'm talking about scoring, not right. assists or passing. Right. And uh, so in this regard, the job was well done by the Habs, but they just forgot the to 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 check the other part of the uh, the team and the other part of the squad, and we saw the result. So I think Terry, honestly, that um, the first period was the Habs period yep. until. Two penalties. Yeah, Shea I was, Weber's penalty at fifteen oh eight, and then Philip Dano's penalty late in the period at eighteen thirty eight. It uh, didn't give goals to the opponent, but it sucked the air out of the Habs' momentum at that particular moment. And the Leafs saw a ray of hope. They saw that the opponent uh, could be lacking a little bit of discipline here and there. Then we saw the Habs starting to 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 give away the puck. We saw some miscues, and uh, it, it, it's, you could see that the wind was changing direction, and this is exactly what happened. Yeah, it, it felt like they panicked a bit, Pierre, and I understand, you know, when the Habs are at home and there are 22,000 people getting upset, you know, I understand how you hold your stick a little tighter, but it was weird that they seemed to panic They seemed to panic a little bit last night. Yep. I think a crowd. this could be, your call is right, Terry. I think it could be the result of those two tough games against Ottawa. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and and I think that uh, as much as confidence was so high until those uh, reality check against the Senators, uh, the, the, as I said, the confidence level was yeah. high. The four lines were playing loose. The four lines were were focusing on 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 the transition game. They were focusing on uh, on creating scoring opportunities, scoring chances. Uh, against the opponents, 
it's like those tough games against Ottawa because it wasn't easy or it wasn't as easy as, as projected against the Senators brought back maybe a little bit of lack of confidence. And when you do that and when you lack a little bit of confidence, well, the chain of event can, can just happen. Yeah. A bad, bad decision or bad vision of the play or, or the, the, uh, the anxiety not to make a, mix, a mistake. And then you got the, uh, then you got the bad decision and then bad execution and, and, and then on and on and on or, or including bad penalties. And I think it was probably a mix of all of that last night because collectively it looked so fantastic for 10 minutes yeah. and then it became some sort of a, I wouldn't say a nightmare, but it became some sort of an individual problem for most players. And I say most players, Terry, because those who are usually very reliable didn't look too good last night, including the captain. Yeah. And he would be the first to say it. Yeah, yeah. and I was going to ask you, Pierre, one of the, one of the things that I've noticed is I, I haven't heard Suzuki's name very much, you know, during during the play-by-play call. I don't hear Kokanyemi's name very much. Are the, are the, is it, you know, it's typical, you know, these guys got off to a flying start, and obviously when teams are preparing to play the Habs, they key in on these guys. Is that, what, is that what's happening? That's one part of it, of course. I mean, and, and you know, other teams saw the videos of the first uh, dozen yeah. of games, and they they actually saw what we all saw. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I think that the, the focus of the opponent is there. But at the same time, Terry, uh, and and I wouldn't say this was, uh, this was uh, projected or this was planned, but the game is changing a bit as well after mm-hmm. a dozen of games. I mean, it's not a, a dozen game for everybody, but uh, everybody's healthy. Uh, let's, let's touch wood in the North Division in Canada. So uh, I think the sample is big enough now in order to realize that the, the, the game has changed. It has become a, a tighter checking ki- kind of game. It has become more, more uh, planned reactions according to the opponent. So opponents react to the, the team they're going to meet, and then you've got the frequency of those meetings that will go, uh, that will raise uh, quickly or rise quickly. So the, the, the open type of hockey games that we've seen are going to be probably uh, less and less frequent because teams are adapting to each other. And you're right, the defensive coverage and the defensive plan is certainly, uh, is certainly growing. Then what makes the difference? Special teams, yep. goaltending, yep. and having having game breakers players and the game breakers for the Leafs didn't didn't do that last night but they they still played a good game and we don't have those kind of shiny players in the Habs uh, uniform we more have a balanced team we have a team that can that can roll the four lines but you need to have a constant uh, contribution for from the four lines and, and the six defensemen and the goaltender in order to make a difference when it's needed for a part during a particular game the Leafs scored on uh, they scored two on a, a four and four situations and normally when you're playing the Leafs with Mitch Marner and and Austin Matthews and, and their speed mm-hmm. four and four for most teams against the Leafs like that would be a nightmare you give those guys open ice but yeah. I, I I thought that the the Habs the Habs this year are are more prepared uh, to play against that kind of speed. What happened? Well, lack of uh, lack of uh, one one on one coverage. Gotcha. And Claude Julien talked about it. He said uh, you can pinpoint the. Uh, I, I think in one of those situations, Terry, one of the two, 
I think they gave away the puck four times. Oh, boy. I mean, you can't do that. No, and, and you look especially at the against the Leafs. It's the two defensemen. They scored their first of the season, Travis yeah. Dermott and Justin Hall. Nothing. I take. I don't take anything away from from those players. They're NHL players, right? But they're not Matthews and they're not Marner. They're not no. Nylander. Uh, so, so Claude Julien was quick to to point it out uh, in his press conference after the game. It was bad coverage and it was missed assignment in your own zone. They just couldn't get out of the zone. And it's supposed to be a team that relies on transition game. It's a team that is supposed to rely on, on good veteran defensemen, bigger defensemen. They, this is a team that relies on, on good uh, defensive-minded forwards. Why this quick collapse and why such a collapse uh, in a short time span? Well, this is part of the, the growing up uh, process, I suppose, because overall, KK didn't play a bad game last night. I mm-hmm. think he played with energy. He played. Uh, he played with uh, uh, with hunger. Uh, I think that Suzuki prepared also some good plays. Suzuki was very good in the face-off circle. So there are good things about last night's game. But it's it's bad habits. It's bad uh, bad dreams again, where <clears throat> those small collapses happen quickly, and a good opponent makes you pay and makes you pay very very high price. When you do those uh, mistakes, I I uh, I thought Carey Price looked really really good in the first period, but then I went to bed. What happened? <laughs> well, he wasn't bad, Terry. Yeah, but uh, did he still? Was he close to steal the game? No. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, I personally, I'm a little out of breath talking about Carey Price all the time and <laughs> re- responding to people who always put. <laughs> Everything on Carey Price's shoulder. Yeah, I think that uh, he's not the number. Let's put it this way: he has not been the number one factor in any of the uh, the, the few losses this year. I guess you agree with me. I do. Yeah, I think the problem is that. Uh, but at the other end of the the discussion, was he was he in a position to steal a game, quote unquote, as he did in the past? I say not yet. Yeah. But the schedule is going to be changing so much in the next couple of weeks. The real verdict on your number one goalie can't come right now. The real verdict will come, let's say, in three, two, three, four weeks from now. Okay, and uh, there's a team in town tonight with some, uh, as you call them, shiny players <laughs> that we're, yeah, well, uh, we're going to have to if, keep an eye on. If you're amazed by the uh, Matthews Marner duo, yeah, uh, well, there's a there's a not so bad duo as well yeah, we, in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah they're uh, gonna... So we'll see. But then again, Terry, it could be the kind of game that suits more the the Hab style, mm-hmm. and they will be hungry to rebound tonight. Probably Jake Allen uh, having the start with Carey Price on Saturday in Toronto against the Leafs. Uh, and we'll see if uh, there is another change. I think that Yoel Armia was uh, was was very uh, very good last night, considering he was back after the concussion. Uh, would you like to have Paul Byron speed in the lineup tonight? Maybe. Yeah. Would you because he was scratched last night? Would you like to have Victor Mete's speed tonight uh, to give uh, Kulak or Romanov a little break? We'll see uh, how Claude Julien decides a couple of hours before the game. Is game time 7 tonight, Pierre? Tonight we're back at 7, yeah. yeah 7.30 okay. was for the national Wednesday night schedule uh, last night. Gotcha. Okay, well, I'll be excited to talk to you about the result tomorrow. Yeah, well, for the fans, <laughs> uh, let's hope uh, a different uh, yeah. result, and let's hope the Habs can rebound the way they played so good at the, the start of this season. Okay, thanks so much, Pierre. Have a great day, Terry. Okay, Thank you, you very too. Much.